Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Sporting Global Podcast. And today, I'm happy to have with me two amazing people all the way from the U.S., Gloria and Jeremy, welcome to the podcast. It's an honor having both of you here. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Absolutely. And today, uh, you know, Gloria, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, the West Coast Conference, uh, you know, a little bit about like the We Create Champion mantra and a little bit about the Russell Rule. But before we do that, uh, I think it would be great to just you know, get a little bit more insights about you. Like, t- just tell us a little bit about like who you are, your background, and what you're doing in the sporting industry today. So, I uh, grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area in California, and I went to the University of Massachusetts at Amherst to play basketball on a scholarship. And while I was there, I ended up in the sport management major, and that really right. kind of set me on the path to getting into college athletics. So um, that was kind of a fortunate happenstance for me. Um, Came back to California, went to law school, and then ended up doing an internship with the Cal, or an externship for credit, at the Cal Compliance Department during a time when they were investigating a major infraction. So I got a lot of hands-on running of the shop while, you know, my mentor and, you know, intern oversight manager right. went and investigated that infraction yeah. um and it, that's the point where i said i i want to make this a career i want to be in college athletics and yeah. uh never really look back after that nice and and what exactly are you doing right now so right now i'm the commissioner of the west coast conference i'm entering my third year on the job and so we represent the uh faith-based schools on the west coast so you'll see some of the logos behind me, but we right. span from Washington down to San Diego and as far east as BYU in the mountains. Absolutely. And it, it, I mean, like the college athletics was, uh, you know, it's a fascinating industry. I weren't really aware of it before I went over to the U.S. And I'm like, you know, what is what is this all about? So it's, it's I, I see, you know. Uh, what is so unique about this, you know, area of college athletics and, and a lot of passionate, you know, students, student athletes, and a lot of people that you can make an impact on. And, and again, why West Coast Conference and other conferences are so important for their development, not only as athletes, but as, as people as well, as we will touch upon a little bit, uh, you know, a, as we go in this podcast. Uh, I don't know, Jeremy, if you just want to like share a little bit about yourself. I know like some of uh, our viewers, listeners already know a little bit about you, but it would be great if you can just do like a brief, brief intro as well. Well, uh, like you, I have an accent. So um, I'm from uh, Wales. Uh, I came over to the States to do my graduate work at the University of Washington and sort of never went back. And I did a PhD in Illinois, went to um, teach at Cal Berkeley in the Bay Area for a couple of years. Um, then went into industry, sports industry and sport resort industry for a few years before going to USF yeah. 20 plus years ago. And you know <laughs> me from there, obviously. Right. And I'm a, I'm a professor in the, um, in, in the sport management program there. Absolutely. Um, so b- before we dive into like more into the, the topic, I want you to just you know, mention for all of you that are, that are listening and viewing. First of all, thank you for tuning in. Um, this is going to be an amazing podcast. 
And on August 26th, we're having the Sporting Global Summit, uh, our first part, which is going to be about data on the future of sports, uh, the American version. So make sure to read more about it. Uh, we're going to have a link in the bio. So check it out. It's going to be, you know, key speakers from the industry in America sharing their knowledge and expertise about data and the future of sports. So make sure to sign up. But Gloria, we're going to talk a lot about West Coast Conference uh, and, you know, it's been like sort of like a brand change uh, happening in, with West Coast Conference recently. So I just wanted to know a little bit about, you know, the process around a new brand and the We Create Champions mantra. Could you just tell a bit about like how that process went about? And I'll, I'll let J Jeremy go in as well to just ask a couple more follow-up questions on that, but it would be great to kind of like share the overview and, and, and kind of like the top process of We Create Champions. So, you know, we embarked on the brand journey and hired an outside firm called Legend Labs to come in and really do the deep dive yep. and figure out who we are at the basic DNA level. And that included a ton of outreach, serving student athletes, all the administrator coaches, ADs, SWAs, FARs, and um, we really came up with a playbook about what distinguishes us nationally. And if I had to distill down this, you know, 20 page document, it really came down to, you know, we're a smaller league as far as enrollment, but we compete for national titles in basically all sports. Right. And the commonality that brings us together is we're all um, faith-based schools so even though there's different faiths represented on our 10 schools yep. um, the alignment of the mission and core values is really something special within our league so okay. once we established that we embarked on the effort for a visual identity and as you can see from my logo yep. um, previously it was just a standalone W and you know we really are known as WCC yeah. Some people don't even know that stands for West Coast Conference. Right. <laughs> I mean, easy to figure out. But so it was really about getting back to kind of who we are, the basic building blocks, and then establishing a national brand around our family of schools. Right. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, Jeremy, if you want to touch a little bit upon, uh, you know, the mantra and like we create champion a little bit of your, your thoughts around this. Yeah, well, I was fortunate that uh, Gloria you know, pretty quickly, um, I'm part of the West Coast Conference Executive Council. So for the, so for the, the, the non-US people listening, um, you know, there's 10 schools in the conference and then you get three representatives from each school who goes to annual meetings. So that's 30 people. There's always a faculty person. There's always the athletic director. Right. And there's the uh, senior women's administrator. You will learn in college athletics, everything's an acronym. So <laughs> I'm the FAR, my friend's the SWA and somebody's the AD. Right, so, right. Um, you know, and we get together and then that, that council makes decisions on the, on how the, uh, how the, uh, the conference runs. And then Gloria, obviously as head of the conference, um, brings her, her vision and then takes whatever decisions are made and, and, uh, operationalizes them. And then ultimately everything reports into a president's council. There's 10 presidents of the university yeah. and they're the decision makers. So ultimate decision makers. Right. So I was fortunate that when Gloria thought she needed a rebrand, and I think it did, and she, she brought her energy and, and zest for that, um, I was part of that small group initially that was on the, uh, the rebrand subcommittee. And I think Gloria will say that um, 
I, I was either driven to talk about mantras or I was a pain <laughs> in the you know what to talk about uh, mantras. Because I'm, I'm, I'm in a previous life, I, I, I you know, I, I worked for a company that had a, uh, a sports resort company that had a mantra called we enhance people's lives. Right. And right. to this day, I have no idea what our mission statement was. I have no idea what our values were. Right. But I remember the mantra. It was yeah. memorable. And sort of the mantra, three, four words, defined for me the corporate soul. Right. So, so, you know, no matter what position you had for that organization, your job was to enhance people's lives. Right. So for the most part, it was the members of the resort. But then you start extrapolating that out. You know, we, we, we enhance people's lives of the employees. So how do you do that? Right. And then for me, it allowed me to argue, well, what about enhancing the people's lives of the community that the companies are in? Yeah. And yeah. I'm, the company then took 5% of the net operating income and then donated that money into enhancing programs in the community. Right. So I'm a mantra driven guy. Yeah. I like mantras. I don't remember missions. So um, sort of, I like the fact that the conference independent of me really got mantra centric to a degree and Gloria can jump on that if she wishes. <laughs> yeah, and it worked out really well. I, I think We Create Champions really epitomizes what we came up with the brand positioning statement and what yeah. we found in the survey results. And it really, it's catchy, great acronym, obviously, but sure. you know, when we start thinking about other platforms, you can adjust that. We create change, we create champions. We, you know, yeah. um, it really is flexible to the issues of the day. Right. No, for sure. And I think that's, that's going to be a very, very key factor. And, you know, talking a little bit about, you know, the, the, the big process of just rebranding in a sense. And, and as yep. you said, like having, uh, you know, the logo was just the W before and now, you know, WCC, which also like, you know, helps people understand, uh, I think better, uh, like to like, again, be familiar with what, what West Coast conference is, is all about. And if you, and if you remember, you know, this is, we are educational institutions. So, yeah. you know, we create champions, but it's champions in sport. Obviously it's athletics, but you know, we're schools. So we create champions for life. Right. And yeah. in creating students that can go on and, and be change makers. And, and so I think, you know, we create champions for change based again, using the acronym. Um, and then, very easily, you know, we, 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 we create change. And as Gloria says, you can, you can run with it. But again, it gives people a sense of, for me, hey, this is why I'm here. This is why I'm at this school or this conference, not another. There's other ones that create champions, but we now create champions in multiple facets. And if yep. that's what you totally believe in, then that's the soul of the company and I think, or the organization. And that's what people need with the mantra is this defines who you are and everything you do. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, let's, and obviously there, there's a lot of change happening now. You know, it's, it's a very challenging time. And uh, what, what I just, you know, read and, and, and discovered recently was obviously, you know, the integration of the Russell rule. So, uh, you know, that's, that's a great initiative from everyone at the West Coast Conference. And I just wanted to hear a little bit about, you know, what exactly, and, and we have a lot of, you know, global viewers and listeners so there's there's like from all over the world essentially like uh, exploring this and i was just thinking like okay can, can you just share a little bit about like what is the russell rule and kind of like the thought process around it why is this important right now so in the aftermath of the murder of george floyd in america there was a really 
um, heightened sense of passion, indignation, and a lot of national conversation around uh, racism, Black Lives Matter movement. And it just so happened that that week after um, George Floyd, we had our annual league meetings. And our presidents, really, we readjusted the whole agenda. We started with the topic of social justice and what that means to our schools and our athletic programs, because we have a very diverse population yeah. among the athletes in our WCC institutions, For sure. but we don't have that same level of diversity or representation at the coaching level or the administrative level. And it's yep. been an issue in college sports for a very long time. Right. So everyone released very meaningful statements when, you know, the incident with George Floyd happened. But our presidents and our council members said, look, we want something that has meaningful and lasting change. We pride ourselves as educational institutions. We provide ourselves on offering a holistic experience. We're not just an athletic farm. Right. Um, right. While we do vie for national titles we graduate student athletes and they go on to become industry leaders. Yep. So it was really important for our presidents to do something more than a statement. And the concept of a hiring commitment had been bouncing in my head for a while. Um, I presented it to the presidents and they just ran with it two and a half months later, which is unheard of for yep. HR policy to get adopted. We have this fully vetted and adopted in our handbook and constitution. Looking into the future, the beginner faces a choice that leads him to the triumph, or not. Being surrounded by like-minded professionals can be the best guarantee that you actually take that crucial career step. Sport in Global is a digital network for sports jobs. It gives you the chance to be involved in the sports industry no matter who you are, regardless of gender, nationality, and experience. Our AI system matches up talent with human resources. Candidates who align with the company's values and needs immediately get shortlisted. It saves time for HR and increases the opportunities available to applicants. The platform identifies tailor-made recommendations based on user needs, so you're always aware of the possibilities out there right now. SportIn Global is a place where students gain key tips about jobs and build the valuable connections that are essential for people at the beginning of their career path. The path from candidate to champion starts with a single step in the right direction. Sign up to Sport in Global. Sport in Global, the best way to enter the sports industry. There you go. I mean, like this is what got to happen. Like when when something comes up, we got to you know act quickly and and change, uh, you know, accordingly. And I think. Uh, you know, one of the challenges, and I, I talked with Jeremy about this a little bit too before, you know, we, we jumped on this podcast and, and, and I think like, you know, uh, th there's a lot of verticals that needs to be, you know, that needs to integrate this Russell rule. And obviously, you know, the process of like actually implementing it uh, in, in paper, you know, was, was very fast, which, you know, it, it's great, but now comes kind of like, you know, as I would say, the most challenging part of like, making sure that all the verticals like the university members, the staff, the West Coast Conference, the athletes, they're all like on board of this, you know, mental state and mental change. Like how do you how do you go about integrating something like that and what are some of the, you know, key steps that you need to take moving forward now? I and you know, and I think that was 
one of the big topics in the developing this policy was the accountability and making sure it was meaningful. Yeah. And you know, all of our policies are only as strong as the membership's desire because they could vote things in or out. So two pieces of accountability that are really special about this Russell rule is one, it's not only in our handbook, it's in our constitution. So it would take a right. super majority of our presidents to vote it out if the temperature changed. Not that yeah. that would happen because we are 10-0 in favor of this. Right. Um, but the other piece is a public report card. So the Tides Institute at University of Central Florida, run by Dr. Richard Lapchek, will be doing an annual race and gender um, demographic survey and assigning a letter grade to all 10 campuses and the league hmm. office on hiring. So right. um, in addition to, I think, our schools being committed, in addition to the enforcement efforts that are built into the policy, there is a public accountability measure um, that will accompany this effort, which I think is really important. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Uh, Jeremy, I don't know, like, do you like have any thoughts on like, you know, what, what do you see as like some of the challenges that you will face? Well, no, I, I, well, first of all, I want, to, I want to reinforce what Gloria said. I think yeah. the importance of uh, using Dr. Lapchik was, was key. Um, he has a, a strong reputation in the United States for previous work he's done in the, in the professional sport world and accountability you know for those who in the audience who may have children right accountability is is key yeah so i i like the fact that um you know gloria initiated that um and again you know it it, it comes back to me uh why brand is important because branding to me is an overused word uh, we right. see it everywhere but it but it is important if if the brand and again, in this instance, the mantra defines the, the, the soul of the organization. <clears throat> so you want people to join the West Coast Conference. You want coaches to come to the West Coast Conference. You want administrators to come to the West Coast Conference because it's a great place to work, but also it's a place that creates change. Right. So that's, that's, that's the important thing is the brand is important so that you can bring the best talent. And in this instance, the best diverse talent to campus and everybody involved on the campus or at the, or at the, the conference level and the president knows that this change is really at the core of the soul of the organization. So, you know, I, I, to bring it back to branding, branding is important yeah. um, because you've got to get that message out and, and it's, it's the brand that creates the belief in somebody wanting to be in this organization and not another. There's a lot of conferences to work in, in the United States. Yeah. Right, but I want to work at this one now. I'm driven. Right, right. No, I, I think it's you know, as you said, like having the accountability is a major factor, and I think it's going to help uh, you know people that are applying and are looking for opportunities too. That know that okay, West Coast Conference, we have this mindset, this mentality, and we're open. You know, for we're doing something about it. We're not just you know. Uh, saying something or having a quote, we were actually, you know, taking measurements, which I think is something that, you know, me and 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 us at Sporting Global talked a lot about too. It's like it's it's one thing, uh, you know, sharing a quote or what it might be, but but what what kind of measurements are we actually, you know, taking for being responsible? And as you say, accountability, you know, in every 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 kind of step. And I think, you know, what would be interesting for me to hear as well is, of course internally you know west coast conference like the, the the university members the presidents it seems like you know you guys are all on board here but i think also uh, where do you see sort of like you know where 
you know, talking about partners, uh, you know, sponsors, affiliates with the West Coast Conference and a lot going on of like, uh, you know, being on the same page with this uh, sort of, you know, we create champions for change or we create change where, you know, together, whatever partnership or agreement you do that it aligns with this sort of new new way of thinking and, and helping that that process going forward uh we're, we're well, and, you know, following up on jeremy's point not only do we hope that this is a signal to the marketplace for candidates yeah. as far as coaches and administrator but to to your point sponsorship and other business partners mm-hmm. that want to align with our mission and values and i think it's uh, a very important distinction in college athletics that we've been able to put this out front in a national way yeah no no for, for Lori, can you talk just for an instance only because i'd like to know this too because uh, it's so new and uh, this is the first time we've seen each other in a while how has this been embraced nationally and again i think for our international viewers you know similar discussions are are floating around in terms of hiring practices in the EPL, in La Liga, in, yeah. you know, multiple okay. organizations in Europe. Yeah. How have you been I embraced been, uh, in the US? I have been overwhelmed by the positive, um, both publicity as well as feedback we've gotten from the college athletics world and even outside the college athletics space. I think um, it's amazing given that this is happening during COVID. I, I know a lot of folks have been inquiring about the policy and we yep. just got support from the National Basketball Coaches Associations for both men's and women's mm-hmm. basketball. And so they're issuing a formal support. Um, I've heard the Knight Commission has discussed and is thinking about a way to kind of engage and support us. Um, one of our biggest Twitter, I guess, pops was um, Arn Duncan former uh, Secretary of Education under the Obama administration got really excited about this effort and has bringing it to kind of the higher education, um, non-athletics world. So where it's still coming in, to be honest. And I think COVID has obviously taken a lot of focus and whether we're playing fall sports, but we're optimistic that we're gonna continue to bring other leagues along and, and hopefully some others will adopt the same. And Ollie, I just realized there might be many viewers, um, I know in America they will, but many viewers internationally that aren't quite familiar with who Russell is. So Yeah, yeah, no, exactly like, 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 yeah, if, if you could just yeah. like, who is who's Russell? <laughs> right, and it's kind of crushing. There's some young folks in our office who didn't know who exactly, well, they knew the name, but right. so Bill Russell um, it is one of the greatest basketball players of all time. He played back in the mid He played in college in the mid 50s, won two NCAA titles at the University of San Francisco. But what really struck us about not only being one of our alum, but he was a lifelong advocate for social justice. He spoke up, um, boycotted, refused to engage in uh, restaurants or areas that were still segregated at a time when it had held a lot of risk to do so. He was one of the first and only In addition, he was the first African-American head coach in any professional sport, not just basketball. So talk about a perfect ceiling breaker, you know, or barrier breaker to name this initiative after. I mean, not only does it have incredible alliteration, but everything he stands for and worked for his life perfectly aligns with what this policy is, is trying to achieve. 
No, no, for, for sure. And I'm thinking uh, just, just to kind of like starting to wrap up a little bit here and, uh, and kind of like get to the end of it where, uh, you know, obviously, you know, being in COVID uh, pandemic situation now, uh, do you feel like it's, it's kind of like have given you some uh, extra time or like a process of like, you know, work this in, in a sense, or like, how do you see like, how do you see this like challenge with also with the pandemic? But I'm just thinking like, has it been a positive thing or, or the other way around for like integrating this now? Well, for, for us in our league, it was very, very positive that our presidents, especially who are daily inundated, we're all working tirelessly and harder than we would in a non-pandemic world to figure out how to bring sports back. Yep. So the great positive in this is how much attention and time our presidents and administrators gave to this, despite dealing with this crisis that is, you know, yeah. overcoming every aspect of our business. No, for sure. Uh, Jeremy, I don't know if you have like any, any final uh, questions. No, not questions. I think, I think, you know, given the nature of, of, uh, of the discussion, you know, a good friend of mine, Dave Batstone, wrote a book a number of years ago called Saving the Corporate Soul. Right. And sort of ellipses and, and maybe your own in the process, you know, which I thought was a great title for a book. And, and, and I do think, um, you know, a strong mantra that defines a company such as, the, the, you know, what Glory's been talking about in terms of how you can then embrace like a Russell rule because it makes sense to the, to the corporate culture. Yeah. But I, I would tell anybody looking for work that, you know, just the importance of looking for that in, in a company that you want right. to go to. Because it's, it's, as you said, the, the AI of your program doesn't just match up somebody's qualifications with what a company's looking for. It's matching up really values yep. and, and what matters. And, and, and it's the AI, AI part that is quite intriguing in how it can do that. Yeah. So, and I, it always I, learns, I, you know, it's a, it's a learning yeah, process yeah. sort of like with, you know, as you said, you had accountability. We are having accountability with our tool in terms of like continuing improving, you know, but together with the right kind of partners that has like this mindset, that it's going to be, you know, an interesting journey to like continue developing and fine tuning so we can even, you know, get, get the best possible matches. Exactly. And I love the fact, like I work for the University of San Francisco. I really love it because I, I love what it stands for. But I'm, I'm really proud to be part of the West Coast Conference because, you know, it's, it's easy to me. I can really say to people quite easily, these are their values. This is what they stand for. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is a three, four words that defines them. And it should define what any job that anybody in the company has. And if you don't have those values, it's not the place to be. But if you do have them, it's magical. And I think that's what everybody wants, right? They want to work somewhere that's magical. And where they can make an impact and they feel like they, they fit and belong and can create the most value. Uh, I don't know, Gloria, if you have any, any final comments or, or remarks um, on this. No, I absolutely love everything Jeremy said because you know what? We create chemistry. Right. <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. There you go. All right, um, Gloria and Jeremy, I'd like to thank the both of you for, for taking the time for this, this podcast. It's a very interesting topic. You know, it's, it's a lot to go, go through, and I'm sure, you know, we could, we could talk about this uh, for, for a long time. And I, I do think we have to touch base, you know, with a new episode in, you know, a couple of months, maybe like a year from now, and kind of like go back and see, okay, how is this actually, you know, what is the results? 
that are happening now with this because that's that's I think is going to be a lot of interesting to see. I'm positive it's going to work, uh, you know, together with the right kind of you know mentality mindset. The presidents, you know, they're all fighting for this, which is just, you know the number one uh, factor I think. So uh, thank you both of you for for taking the time, and it's been a pleasure having you both here as part of the podcast. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I appreciate it. <laughs> all right. And with every video, we always finish with Visma Kiss, which means see you later in the region.